0: Welcome to Multidimensional. I'm your host, Christina Rice, AKA Christina The Channel. And this is the place where we explore what it really means to be multidimensional. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to Multidimensional Podcast with Christina The Channel. (laughs) Me, hi. (laughs) You're just like not saying anything. Hello. (laughs) Hi, I'm here with Kaylin, um, who is my marketing extraordinaire. Thank you for being here. Of course. And this is our first episode of the new and improved
1: podcast. So exciting. This so excited to be here.
0: Historical. A historical day. I'm really excited. Um, just like fresh energy, rebirth. We've been making so many changes. And for me, this has felt like a long time coming. We've been talking about it a lot today, obviously. But I just have missed having in-person conversations and, you know, with the show, I wanted to change the name because I just, you know, I wanted to reset the container. I wanted to reset the energy. I wanted to open it up and get back into why I started this from the beginning, which was like people's stories and people's journeys and uh, seeing how everybody is multidimensional. And we talk about that so much in the spiritual space, you know, your multidimensional self connecting with your soul as a multidimensional being. And there's that part, but there's also the multidimensionality of us as humans. And I think that's something that's been like so important for me in terms of having deep relationships, like with other people wanting to really understand all of the facets of who they are, but also for me in being seen. And I think a lot of people listening to this show are just like me and that we feel for a long time, we felt like, you know, you're the oddball out or people don't quite get you or you're different. And I felt so long feeling like that. And there are some days I still do feel like that. Like, there's still a disconnect. Um, and I think it's kind of that wound that led to my deep curiosity about I want to know everything about everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, I'm genuinely curious because I want to see where where we are the same, you know, mm-hmm. because we are in so many ways. And I also I want that, you know, for myself, if I want people to see the different sides of me and like not put me in a box in mm-hmm. the same way I don't want to put somebody else in a box, you mm-hmm. know, and. Um, one of my friends, Mark Champagne, who's been on the show many times has, he he always says to me, he's like, I think the the one consistent thing about you is that you are inconsistent. (laughs) It's like pretty much. He's like, like, I feel like your brand is rebranding. Cause every time Mm. we talk, he's, I'm like, yeah, I'm rebranding. He's like, didn't you, don't you You always do that? that? Yeah. Yeah." I'm like, yeah. Like he's like, yeah, I think your brand is rebranding. And that, that is kind of the point, you know? And I think, especially in the business space, there's so much about, you know, be consistent and, um, you know, don't, clutter things or don't change your mind, all of that and i think there's so many times when that is really good advice and i give that advice but there's also the aspect of growing and changing and allowing for those deaths and rebirths and letting people be on the journey with us and you know for me when i think about a long-term relationship like you think about a romantic relationship or for me the relationship with this podcast or with my business from the beginning i had to get real with myself and i'm like who I am today as I create this, like I'm not going to be that person in six months, in a year. And so I have to commit to allowing the evolution, even when that gets really messy. And I think that can be one of the hard things about working with me and for me is I do change a lot, a lot, you know, And because I, I have to honor that authenticity. But I think about the number of people I know who they started a brand centered around this, and that is so far from who they are now that they don't even want to show up to it anymore. Or mm-hmm. It's lost its magic. Or... They've become attached to that brand and identity and they've kept themselves in that time capsule, you know, and like that's kind of my worst fear. Yeah, I don't ever want to do that. And I think that um, so many people are looking for that freedom of just who am I now? Can I express that Mm -hmm. now? And I think it's good for us to show each other like we can do that and people can come along for the journey. And I always think it's so beautiful how so many people have been with me like since I was 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy. You know, that, that's really crazy to me because I've, I've changed so much um, in the last, like, decade of this and I will keep changing. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, our community is so strong, you know, because people have, like, grown up with me. And I think for me especially, like, I really have grown up on this show and continue to. Like, you know, when I started, I mean, I was, like, a teenager, basically. That's pretty wild. So it's a really special thing for me. It's really kind of like nostalgic and I feel like when I go through changes, everybody in the community comes with me, which is so fun. So I'm excited. I'm excited to, you know, we're going to have a lot more interviews, doing more things in person all around in the business. We have this big event coming up that I'm so
1: excited about. I feel like a kid (laughs) waiting
0: for like my trip to Disneyland. Totally. Um, And I think everybody's kind of waiting for that you know? So I just like encourage everybody like, come, you know, like get, get off your couch. I know the temptation, but like, you got to go live. You got to go do the thing. Um, and that was one of the things for me with like podcasting. I thought about a lot, like times in my life when I felt so magnetic and lit up. And there was this period of my life before quarantine, like for a couple of years where I was barely ever home and I would just travel kind of all around. I would you know, pick up and go and I'd be in a different state, a different place every week. And I would connect and I would interview people. Like my podcast was my vessel for like connecting and it was a way of traveling and seeing different types of ways of living. And like I met so many interesting people. And then when quarantine happened, I stopped doing in-person interviews, right? And I realized like in the last year, like I've really lost, like I, I felt like I lost something I loved, yeah. you know? And I think we're like, and we've been in this exploration. I mean, you like we brought on this new team relatively recently. And for me, this has been, you know, maybe a year or two of like, who am I now? There's been so much weird shit. In the topic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like really in the season of. I'm really in the season of actually figuring out, which is more of a process than we, we think of like, what do I really want to do? Like, like not just what do I like to do or what am I good at? But like, what do I want to do and what's actually fun for me? That's a really hard thing to do as a business owner. That's a really hard thing for me to do when I'm paying people and I understand like they need to pay rent. Like, and that's, you know, for me, like that's the vulnerable side of, you know, people want to expand and then you have more responsibilities, but then you feel like the risks are higher, you know? And so I don't take any of it lightly when it was just me, myself and I, I could do whatever the hell I wanted with my business. And like, if it didn't, work. It didn't work. And it was I was the only one that would be affected. Um, and I think that's important to talk about because I think that's a big reason why a lot of people don't reinvent themselves or try new things or take risks because it's like, how's this going to affect my partner or mm-hmm. my children or mm-hmm. my friends? Um, and it's not blaming anybody, but it's just that real like, hey, I care about you and I don't want to let you down, but I also want to let myself grow. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I think that That's one of the things I want to open up with like these conversations in this podcast of like, how do we navigate those, those spaces and honor our real multidimensionality. And, you know, for me, I think it's been weird how many this came up in the last couple we recorded before this shows, (laughs) but like one of the things that honestly kind of like pissed my ego off this year was I just realized how many people had this idea of me that was so different than how I perceived myself mm. and who I know myself to be and who I know other people to know me to be. Mm-hmm. And it was this thing, you know how it is when oh, like the same theme was popping up everywhere and you're like, I got to look at this. And it became this big part of my personal exploration in the last year of like, why is there such a disconnect here? Like why why, how can these five people like have no common ground in like how they perceive me? It's yeah, a really interesting thing, um, and I think that it took a long time for me to ever get to that exploration because I never really have wor- like wondered that, like how people perceive me. I just kind of do my thing, yeah. You just <laughs>
1: and they don't per- care. They perceive <laughs> me how
0: they perceive me, but it kept like it was a conversation that kept coming up. Like people were, oh, well, you're, you know, you're this kind of person, or you do that. I'm like, that's not true, yeah, you know, and. um, that's kind of what what me like got me down this rabbit hole again of like multi dimensionality. What does that really mean? And for me, with like, I mean, let's you know the astrology charts and the human design charts and these things we attach to and like mm-hmm. the, the walk in and like getting a new birthday and who am I? And this is confusing and all. There was so much complexity in there about like who am I and how can I let myself really be in a new energy, you know? Because my Everything has really changed since that happened. And I have so many people that are still holding that like identity mold for me and expecting me to be old Christina. Mm-hmm. And then when I act as new Christina, they're like, You're not being authentic. Mm. And I'm like, Nobody am, right? Like, this is who I am now. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that like authenticity is when we talk about manifestation, right? <laughs> like, that's core to manifestation. Mm-hmm. It's authenticity. When we talk about like how to build a solid, healthy, thriving, business of service it's authenticity like authenticity is you know how do you have a deep beautiful relationship friendships romantic relationships like it's all authenticity but then we get to this question of like what is authentic for me
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like do i even know that for myself mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people don't
1: mm-hmm. um and i think also because it changes and we don't give our per- ourselves permission yeah to change yeah
0: yeah so you know that's kind of my long-winded explanation about wh- <laughs> why we're doing this um mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm excited for the for the new chapter for sure. So I often post pictures on Instagram of all of my morning beverages and people are like, what are you drinking in the morning? This is a very important part of my daily routine. I like to wake up and get super hydrated because we've been dehydrated all night long. And I also like to I don't know if I'm the person who does this, but I like to front load a lot of my liquids. So I drink a lot, a lot of liquids in the morning and I like to start my day off with something warm immediately up for my stomach. And then I pretty much immediately after have something cold. Anyway, it's a whole thing. But the first thing that I have been putting in my body, I used to do just warm lemon water and then immediately Organifi Green Juice. But I have changed it the last few months and the first thing I put in my body is actually been Organifi Pure. And this is one of my favorite Organifi products. I feel like it is so underrated. It is incredible for supporting mental clarity, memory, and cognitive performance. And especially since I stopped drinking coffee, I love having Pure first thing because it gives my brain that extra clarity. You know, sometimes in the morning I'm like, eh. I'm definitely a slow, slow at getting up, I'll just say that. Um, and so Pure is great for just helping me focus, getting on track. First thing, and I love the way it tastes. It tastes like a healthy lemonade, but okay, so this is marketed as drink it cold, and it really does taste like a healthy lemonade, you know, without all the extra added sugar, none of that crap. Super clean ingredients, but I actually like it hot. So it's not advertised this way, but I'm just telling you what I do. I put a scoop into my mug, I put hot water in it, and I drink this. The way I used to drink my warm lemon water, I actually feel like this is way better for my teeth. Uh, but it gives me all these extra benefits first thing in the morning, and so I, I get kind of the same benefits as coffee without the without all the negative side effects, without the jitters. This is 100% USDA certified organic. It is rich in beta glucans and antioxidants. It's been clinically proven to promote healthy BDNF levels derived from coffee berry. The neurofactor ingredient has been shown to increase BDNF levels by over 100%. So that means thinking more clearly, supporting memory, impressing everybody around you. And I have to be like on point with my career. I don't really have like with my career. I don't have much just like mindless work. Everything is very intentional, very focused with channeling and all the different companies and products and things like that. So I am really specific about everything I put in my body. I'm very intentional. I need the quality to be there. And I also like to make sure, like with all the fluids I'm drinking, like everything is very intentional. So first thing is pure, which I've been drinking hot. If you want to try it that way, I freaking love it. It makes me feel amazing. I'm like next level mental performance obsessed. And then I immediately do organify green juice. I drink that one cold throw in some nut milk to make it more like a little milkshake, which sometimes I don't have the nut milk, but I like it that way. And that helps with detoxification, a little extra energy boost off the caffeine. And I feel like a million freaking bucks. And this is how I do what I do, right? So there are lots of things that allow me to do what I do, including an incredible team and support system. But the way I take care of my physical body is the most important thing for me to be able to channel all the things I channel, to write all the books I write, to run all the companies I run. So Organify always. If you want to try out Organifi Pure or Green Juice or any of their other products, you know, I use and love them all. Just head to Organifi.com slash CTC and that code CTC will get you 20% off. Again, that's dot com slash CTC and that code will get you 20% off your entire order. I'm like, I want, and I know we've had so many conversations about this, like we we're really trying to figure out i'm like how do i in my work show these different facets of who i am you know um and i think actually you know it's interesting how it gets reflected in the books mm-hmm. like i never thought the i always as a kid i was like yeah i'm going to be an author i always thought i would be an author and writing is like one of my things you know i'm a good writer and it's funny because i'm like here i am about to release my fifth book and none of them have really been like me writing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. You know, I've all my books, except one have been channeled from another being. And there was a piece of me that honestly kind of resented that. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I love that. And I'm so honored and excited. And like, this is beautiful. And I'm like, when do I get to write a book, mm-hmm. like, I just want to write a book as Christina, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, I'm a good writer. Like I like to write. <laughs> it's like my form of art. And that was one of the things with the poetry book for me that it just unlocked something so important within me of like this creative part of Mm me. And I think also the connection with channeling, how, you know, it's, it kind of, when we think about the spirituality space, we like, this is a spirituality space, this box, Mm -hmm. right. Channeled information. But I write this book and I'm like, this is this, this is the same as manifestation mastery or white tablets. It's just different. Mm -hmm. It's just emotional. It's just vulnerable. But Mm -hmm. it's like, my higher self channeled. I mean, I read the whole book in two days. I was just like in a stream. Oh my god! I was in the genius <laughs> stream. Yeah, I mean, I had I had never really written much poetry in my life, and I had a lot to emotionally process. I talk about this at the beginning of the book. I just and I I had a weekend free for the first time in you know however many years, <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna stay in my pajamas and just journal and like mm-hmm. work out whatever the hell I'm feeling because I don't even know what I'm feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And all these old memories popped into my head, and I just started hearing them as poems and it was like you know my voice saying that and I just started writing them and I just kept going and I kept and I couldn't stop and I just for two days I mean I didn't change I didn't really move like I just was writing the poems and I was like wow I'm gonna publish that Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but it was like it's it you know it was this very um that's a different side of me that I think publicly a lot of people don't see like my artsy, emotional, like intense, like broken heart. Like Mm -hmm. that's not really the side I lead with publicly because that's not what my business has been. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, well that's a really important piece of who I am. And so how do we integrate all of this and help people understand all of that is so important, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's honestly a piece in the spirituality space that's really gotten lost. Like that emotional, like real life human, raw emotion, I think everybody's so worried about like this is the higher level of consciousness yeah. way of doing this. And they just bypass. Yeah, and Here's the like, high vibe list. Here's yeah, the low vibe list. Exactly. Yeah. It's like so much bypassing. Like that's not real, mm-hmm. you know? And we've talked about this a lot. Like like it's like dark femme era, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like embrace the dark feminine and the dark masculine. Like what about all of these other sides yeah. where it's like, that's rich and juicy. And part of why we're humans is mm-hmm. to have emotions. And we spend so much time, People spend so much time trying to not have their emotions Mm -hmm. you know so i think that's like kind of the whole like question i want to open up like that i've been living in within myself and i continue to but for other people to really think about like what is authentic for me and like what does that mean for me to be Mm multidimensional, and not just the surface level yeah i'm a soul in a body right like which i know for some people isn't surface level but i think for most of our audience like that is what Mm -hmm. and i'm like it's so much deeper than that it's so much deeper than that um And that's something that has really um, that question has almost swallowed me up Mm -hmm. the last two years, I Mm -hmm. think, as I'm like, who am I today?
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) And I think that it's like it's the beauty of what we talk about all the time of like multiple truths can exist at once. Mm -hmm. Right. Like because I am multidimensional. Right. And that's something that. I love so much about you and your platform and everything that you share, because I also share such a love for the human experience. I Mm -hmm. mean, that's what I studied in school. You know, I studied anthropology. That's all that it is, the study of the human experience. (laughs) And it's like, we're here as humans for a reason. Like we can talk about all of this, you know, cosmic stuff, and we should, and we we are living it. And also we are here living this human experience. And so how do we integrate that? How do we navigate Mm -hmm. that? And about like the identity thing you were saying too, it's like, yeah, we get to see what identity we want to try on and also understand that it's going to be unraveling and unfolding and rebuilding all the time. Yeah. Um, and so we don't have to resent that. That's something that I see a lot in the spiritual space too is like, oh, like, you know, death to the ego, death to the identity, don't have any identity. And it's like, well, we came here to like, yeah. see what it feels like, you mm-hmm. know, um, but still being able to give ourselves space to experience yeah. it all.
0: I think like that's one of the things that I think we talked about this somewhere else. I don't remember really. I was probably channeling, which is yeah. why I don't really remember. But <laughs> when I started trans-channeling, you know, that opens up this whole other level of like, who am I? And, and the deeper I've gone on like my journey and the work that I do specifically between like trans-channeling these different beings... Starting to like channel in a different way where I'm like blended. It's like I'm actually becoming and morphing. And then like this new birthday <laughs> stuff. I'm like w- you realize more and more. And the more time you spend just like with source as source, like at that dimension of multidimensionality, you're like, I am nothing and I am everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, when I'm trans channeling, it's this very physical experience of like, I'm literally just a template. And any solar energy or archetype can just use the template. And it's funny because I think this is one of the reasons why I've always been good at (laughs) manifesting. Um, I've always been good at it because I've always been good at like playing to archetypes. Mm. And I think that's a really powerful part of this work people don't lean into. And it's like like the ability to, like the guides in Manifestation Mastery call it energetic flexibility. Like I'm going to play to this frequency today. You know, and, and for me, I think one of the big ways that that very realistically changed my life was with my confidence, you mm-hmm. know, for there was a long period where I was so insecure. And I was like, I literally just can't do this anymore. You know, and I was like, I would look at other people who were so confident. And I thought, how? And one day I was like, I'm just going to pretend like I'm confident. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to decide to be confident. I'm mm-hmm. just going to play the role of a confident person. And I just leaned into it and I played the role and it just kind of melted in and that's who I became. I never Mm -hmm. left, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was like, whoa, I can really just play to that, Mm -hmm. play to that role, so to speak. Um, And, you know, you think about acting and method acting, like we've talked about in the membership calls. And I think that's a really important thing to start to like reflect on. And when there, I think this is part of this new iteration of manifestation when people are talking about, um, you know, I have a lot of conversations with people and they're like, I just don't, I don't believe I can do that or I'm not good enough or I'm not like all that. And I'm like, what if you just play the role Mm -hmm. and just like, just play it and see how you feel? Because what if you play it and that actually feels more authentic to you than what you were playing before, you know? So it's kind of my friends and I, we always talk about that, you know, side character versus main character energy. And I'm (laughs) like, just decide to be the main character. Mm -hmm. And I had this, you know, one of my good friends, we were talking about this, she she grew up and she was, she had like that best friend who was popular. She was like, I was always so-and-so's best friend. Like it was never me, the star of the show. Like she was popular. I was the best friend. And I was like, do you ever wonder what would have happened if you just decided like you're the main character? Mm -hmm. Like, cause she could have just easily been the best friend Mm -hmm. or you could have both been main character energy. And it's like, wow. Um, And so, you know, these are all just kind of different angles to the same point of, can you just let yourself play that? play that new role you know and and for me with the trans channeling that's where things really exploded in terms of that my own inner process of like who am i am i just a template like how is it so easy for like another energy to just kind of like come in Mm -hmm. you know and that can that still feels authentic for my body but it's a different you know soul so Mm -hmm. to speak so it's very i feel like i go to the extremes (laughs) of this lesson a little bit um But I do think that's something, you know, in this kind of space, when we talk about personal transformation and changing our lives, like playing with the archetypes and Mm -hmm. like these things that we think that we're not, what if you tried just playing the role Mm -hmm. and like playing, you know, people are so scared to play. They're so serious about it. They think everything has to be perfect. And it's Mm -hmm. like, just play, just play the role. Just pretend for today. Like, this is your personality, Mm -hmm. you know? And like with the feminine, like, I'm going to play with, I'm going to be the warrior today. I'm going to be the maiden today. I'm going to be the huntress today. You know, I'm going to be the slut today. I'm going to be the sage today. I'm going to be the wise woman. I'm going to be the priestess. Like go through them and like feel that part of yourself. And for me, that's how I've accessed so many more facets of who I am and all of those, all those angles. And I think that's kind of this next level of evolution and consciousness that we're getting to of to me, instead of thinking of it as like, I am nothing, like it's, I am all of these things and I can lean into any of these things when it feels good for me and when I want Mm -hmm. it. And for me, that is like, feels like a superpower, you know, whatever I need to lean into to support the person in front of me, to support myself, to feel good, to have fun, whatever it is, to engage in a conversation. Like I can lean into that part of myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that's really empowering.
1: Yeah, that's where that like unbreakable confidence comes from because you know that you can access it yeah. within yourself. Yeah. I just had the um, that song pop into my head. Allow me to reintroduce myself. Oh, my yeah. <laughs> it's like what we're yeah. doing. Um, but I would love, since it's the first episode of Multidimensional, for you to just kind of reflect on the whole journey that you've had with your podcast because one one of my favorite things, and I think you share this too, is like, when you're really going deep with someone, mm-hmm. just how you uncover so many new things every single time. Like every time I talk to you, I'm just like, I had no idea that happened. And it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like I know so much, but I also know so little, you yeah. know? Um. So just whatever's standing out to you. yeah. Um. If someone's discovering you today, yeah. is this iteration of you, like what are the other iterations of you that have gotten you here? So many. Specifically with the pod. Yeah.
0: Well, you know what I want to say before I get into that is like, that's what's so fun about people. Mm-hmm. Like getting to know people and ourselves. Like I am obsessed with getting to know myself. Like I, it is the most fun thing and mm-hmm. it never gets old. Like right. I'm all I can go back to the same scenario 8 million times and I'm always going to pull out a different nugget about myself and like that is really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really really cool. Um and I think that a lot of people approach this like getting to know themselves it feels like work or yeah. they're like it's heavy or I don't want to go back. And I'm like, it is so cool. It's so rich. It's so complex. It's so like just getting to know all these angles of yourself, you know? And I think that really gets reflected in, back in how we interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So just want to say that, like, I think that's just a different perspective for people to take. Like, I really love getting to know myself. Mm-hmm. And like earlier on in my life, I did not Yeah. I I did not. And it was when I found like the richness and the beauty and how cool it is. Like, wow, I have all these different things going on. I have this rich inner emotional worlds and outer world. And Mm -hmm. like life has so much cool stuff to do. Like Mm -hmm. is when kind of everything hit another level, you know, so it doesn't feel like work for me. It's fun. It's Mm -hmm. like I want to dive into everything about Mm -hmm. everybody, including myself. But, you know, I don't know. You mean like reflect on the podcast I mean I started when you know I feel like this this podcast has been so healing for me it it has really been a container for me in some of the most intense like experiences of my life and I processed a lot right on air which Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would do now but it was what it was and I think there's a lot of like especially earlier on, you know, when you're 19, 20, 21 talking, I'm like cringe, but at the same time, you know, I wouldn't take anything back. It's, Mm -hmm. I think it's really valuable for people to see the journey and the evolution and the continued journey and evolution. And if I have to be the one like raw on display, whatever, that's cool. You know, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to show people my process Mm -hmm. or my, or my journey, you know, and, um, I'm real, I'm really grateful for this I'm so grateful I I did this. Like, you know, that just that (laughs) that one night I decided I was going to start a podcast Mm -hmm. and you never know how important it's going to become. And I've had I've also had to do a lot of like work on my relationship with the podcast the same way I had to do a lot of work on my relationship with the business, you know, where whenever you're in a long term relationship, you I started to feel resentful. I started to feel, you know, trapped like I had to go through all those emotions and talk, talk with the consciousness of the podcast itself and honor each other's changes and growth journeys. And I mean, when I started this, I was going through like an extreme, I was kind of coming out of like probably one of the more extreme parts of my health journey. Um, I had just, I mean, all my, my body stopped working. I got sick off of, we still don't know exactly what it was, but it was a very fast, like I ate something, I got violently ill for a week. And after that, all my my body stopped digesting food. My organs started shutting down. I got taken out of school. I was getting sent to all these treatments. That, like my life, it just felt like was falling apart. And that was on the other side of, it was on the other side of, I had spent so much of my life being so depressed and I had really bad anxiety and I had gone through, I mean, I had been suicidal. It, and for the first time in my life, Like everything had turned around and I had, I like loved my life and I was so happy and I was like, had like these dream internships and I had met amazing friends and I felt like I actually belonged and I just felt so good. And I remember I was on this trip with my, my mom and my sister and I was like, I'm genuinely for the first time in my life, like happy. And I never thought I would be happy. (laughs) Like when you have like depression, like you, like you really don't think you ever will be. And I was so grateful. And it was that same day I got sick. Like that same day we went to fucking Yogurt on the Rocks in San Diego. And I just got violently ill. And it was like, and I got, I was so angry with like, at the time I didn't believe in anything. And I was yeah. so angry of like, is this my punishment? Am I like, I was like, mm-hmm. and I had this belief of, you know, whenever anything good happens, like it all gets ripped away from me. And, you know, now I see it very differently. But I went through all that and it was it was just a really hard period of my life, you know. I um I was so sick. I was going through so much. I I received so much hate hate from so many people around me. I lost pretty much every single person in my life. I was so isolated, I was scared, um, I was medically abused. Like it was so bad. And I it forced me to find myself. You know, and I found myself and on the other side of that, um, I was just in this energy of like for the finally, I was like, I'm just gonna like live my life the way I want to. And I had so much pressure. I felt so much pressure. Like I was everybody around Christina is gonna be a doctor, Christina's gonna be a lawyer, Christina's gonna make the most money. Christina's little Miss Perfect Christina. Like it was like this pressure, right? And when I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to do, I just want to be creative. I want to, I want to start a blog. Like, everybody was on me. You mm-hmm. know, you're throwing your life away. You're an embarrassment. Like, it was, right? And I was like, fuck it. I don't care. You know, because the thing is like, that's the gift of when you almost die. I was like, very much like, I could die next month. Like, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I mm-hmm. want today. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was in the energy. I was like, I'm starting a podcast. You know, so, the podcast became the space where I could explore like any topic I wanted, any taboo topic I wanted, talk to any person, you know, if they wanted to come. Um, and it became for me like a way of, I don't know, like using these like gifts that I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like like, hey, I can pull it all together here and Mm -hmm. I can have a deep emotional conversation in a meaningful way where it's actually helping other people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it started just as that, like, of, hey, these cool conversations we're having, like, behind closed doors, let's just put them on air. And who cares? And I, I don't think that I ever would have done, like, There's something about being so young and not giving a fuck and not really realizing real real life repercussions of putting Mm -hmm. some of these conversations on air that like was good for actually doing it and it just evolved from and it came with me you know it kind of like became like my bet my best butt, like Mm -hmm. coming with me wherever we're going and Mm -hmm. what can we set up here and through the show you know over the years I, I mean I really have met some of my my best friends in the world through through this show. I've connected with the most amazing people. I've gotten so many cool opportunities. You develop really uh really close relationships with people because you have it's like, hey, we're sitting here for an hour having a deep conversation mm-hmm. and you come out and you're like you you know each other. You're like best friends, mm-hmm. you know? And so and I think also at that time especially when I was younger um I was really looking for like I was really, low. I needed people in my life who are older than me who kind of like guide me, mm-hmm. you know, and I met so many incredible, like people who really stepped in as like, you know, like many different types of fatherly figures and motherly figures like that. And I, I really craved all of that. I needed all that. Um, and really stepped in as kind of like protector energy and guide energy. And even within my business, like, I'm so grateful for all the people I met and like what they taught me. Um, and i think the thing that i just always realized throughout the years that was reflected back to me was like it's always the places that we don't want to go that give us the biggest reward mm-hmm. and that's where in conversation like personally professionally i i do push it you know and sometimes i push it to places people aren't comfortable with but like every single i don't think i've ever pushed it and somebody has we've not ended up in a much better place mm-hmm. and um you know, people always reflected that back to me, kind of like as I grew up on the show and you know, throughout the last decade of like, wow, like I can't believe you shared that or wow, like you asked a lot of questions. I've never shared any of that before on a show. And I feel so honored and grateful to like hold that space or where people feel comfortable enough to do that with me. Um, and for me, with everything I've been through, what I have learned for myself, and maybe it's not like this for everybody, but it is so healing to share your story. Mm-hmm. It is so healing. Mm-hmm. Like it is the thing that heals me. Uh, and that doesn't mean necessarily while you're in the middle of it right. sometimes, but like it's so healing to share that. And I think most podcast hosts will tell you that. Like mm-hmm. it is cathartic. It is really, really cathartic and it helps heal so many other people. And mm-hmm. when I have been in like really dark places, I turned to podcasts and I listened to other people's journeys and it it was the thing that like kept me going and it helped me so much. Um, And so it it just feels like another iteration of a healing healing space, you know? And I think about, or we've kind of talked about this too, like when I'm in a healing session with someone, I always think like, I wish there was a way I could have more people benefit from this, Mm -hmm. you know? And my friends have said that too, who have sessions are like, I wish there was a way for people to like, see what goes on here. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the podcast can feel like one of the closest ways, you know, like, the potential conversations we can have and like where we can go. So, I mean, I can go deeper in any direction you want, but I think I'm just really grateful for the show and i um, excited about, you know, the next part of the journey. And like, I just feel like it has been a safe space for me and it has been a safe space for so many people, like mm-hmm. on the other side of the screen <laughs> or, you know, phone, whether they're listening, just listening in or whether they are like, like someone's a guest it's really healing and cathartic mm-hmm. you know and i think at the end of the day like we're all just trying to connect with each other and i think that storytelling and sharing our journeys is the most um powerful way to to do that mm-hmm. and i think for a lot of people who keep it all inside it's like if you can find a way to express it whether it's sharing it with somebody that you trust and you love um writing a poem about mm-hmm. it like that kind of expression, like we release the energy, we move the energy and we can really move forward and it is so healing, mm-hmm. you know? So like I hope if anything, um, people watching me like move through my whole process over the last decade. I know some people are newer, but there's a lot, like a, it's wild to me how many, how many people have literally been listening to this show since I was 19. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of crazy to me. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I don't know that I like anyone that much, <laughs> you know? But um that's like a deep bond, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a really, really deep bond. So, um, I hope that other people uh, maybe inspires them to, Mm -hmm. you know, speak up in their own lives and Mm -hmm. like maybe have some conversations they wouldn't be otherwise willing to
1: as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would love for you to, and I'm sure you talked about this when it happened. Um, but just talking more about like the transition, specifically the last one that you had before now, like mm-hmm. from the health and wellness space to spirituality. But specifically, if you have any thoughts on like why we go through that process, because mm-hmm. I know so many people who also, like myself included, you mm-hmm. know, like that was healing my physical vessel was the way that I found spirituality, was the way that I had my spiritual yeah. awakening. And we were talking outside earlier about about you and and energy healing and, and through that process. Um, so I would just love to hear about that transition if you think that that's something that is kind of common to everyone or like what's the significance of that and then also if you want to talk about the body as a metaphor because that was like (laughs) one of my very favorite things from we just did a um, Voxer broadcast that called money codes that Christina did and So much amazing (laughs) wisdom in there. Like, I literally, like, I could talk for the whole, you know, however many hours. My eclipse was lit. It was, like, the best thing (laughs) ever. It was How many hours of content do we even have have in there? Like, hours and hours. I mean, (laughs) it was, like, maybe an hour a day. Like, it was a lot. Yeah, it was (laughs) a lot. But you talked about the body as a metaphor. And obviously, like... Mm. A lot of us that have been in the spiritual space, you know, we, we talk about like all of the different, like, oh, our liver is connected to this emotion and everything, you know, has a spiritual beginning and that's why it manifests into the physical. But when you said it that way, I was just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that's why, like, it's just, it's trying to get us to notice something, you know? So I think that that tie, now Mm -hmm. that we're like opening it back up with the podcast of like, it's not necessarily just about spirituality. It's about the multidimensionality of everything. Yeah. Like, I think that that connection might come up more. Yeah. Well,
0: I think that that's a thing. It's like we've got to look at our relationship with the vessel. Like we, you chose this body. Like it's you're here together. Like this is the experience. Like this is the spiritual experience. Of me In yeah. this body. Yeah. You know. And people use spirituality sometimes as a way to like disconnect from their body even more. And it's yeah. like no. It's the point is go deeper into it. Like we've mm-hmm. talked. About, like go deeper into it. And you know, for me with my own health struggles, like I didn't want to be in my body. I was I was in so much physical pain. I like did not want to be in the body and it took so long for me to like get like land here you know and that is spiritual experience it's you're like whoa i'm really getting now but yeah i do think that's really common for a lot of people and some people it's the other way around Mm -hmm. like they maybe find their spiritual path and then start getting more into health and wellness but you know there's a lot of reasons why that happens one one being you're physiologically like detoxing your body and you're decalcifying your pineal gland and your gifts start to open up and you you're like clearing out all of the the, the filters and the clutter and like you're just seeing things differently you're mm-hmm. opening your vessel up literally so people will be more in touch with their intuition right because they're starting to be more in touch with their physical bodies which your intuition speaks to your body and so it's like physiologically opening you up to just like have more of your spiritual gifts turn online is is one piece and um you start to see the world in a different way. I think there's also, you know, you start to realize like what's going on with food and big pharma and all that. And then you start, question, you continue questioning and you start, well, what does that mean? Well, is that real? What's the government doing? It's like that whole train of thought. And then it's, well, why am I here? And, you know, all of that. Mm-hmm. So there's there's that doorway as well. And the other piece is, you know, when we look at the things that wake people up and I, it's, it's maybe you're like the first wake up, but it's also all the other wake ups too. Like I'm still in this boat look, <laughs> right. I'm still on this boat. It's like the things that wake people up are usually either their body or money. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, Oh, I'm like in deep shit with my body or I can't pay my bills. Like mm-hmm. that's a th- people. We're so stubborn. We're so stubborn and we overthink everything. We find all the reasons why we can't do things, but the things that really finally move people and, and all, you know, there's obviously other things on that list too, depending on the person, like romantic love is another thing high on the list. But when I look at like, in general, it's like, those are really the deepest too. Like when I physiologically like can't function or maybe I'm going to lose my life, like, and, or I have no money. Like it's it's survival. Mm -hmm. It is survival Mm -hmm. that kicks us into gear and it's like, okay, I got to listen. And I wish it wasn't like that. And it doesn't have to be like that. And for many people, it isn't like that. Um, and there's lots of things in my life. It's not like that. And then when I'm stubborn, it is like that if my body is going to yell at me. So your higher self universe will scream at you in the way that you're going to listen, which is often the, the physical body. You know, so I think that's another big reason why why it starts that way. The body is a metaphor piece. Um, You know, it's interesting because I know, you know, every part of the body can be connected to mm-hmm. an energetic and emotion. Uh, and there are a lot of people that like specialize in that and study that. There's a piece of me that never really like clicked with that. You know, I I went through different courses and trainings and certs like to learn all that. And there was a piece of me that was like, and that's super valuable. But like for me personally, I was like, this is not. It's so much more individual to me. Mm -hmm. And like for me, I just go off of what I intuit and like you know, your liver pain might be different than what my liver pain is telling me. And mm-hmm. so much of that is like, what's my relationship with this part of my body? Mm-hmm. What does that represent to me? You know, because something coming with my eye, for example, for me might like, if you ask me, Christina, like, what what do you think of when you think of your eye? I might say one thing that would be different than your answer. Mm-hmm. And it's because your body is talking to you. This mm-hmm. is your relationship, you know? And so, you know, what, what my, you know, ankle getting sprained means for me might mean something than what it means for you. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously a lot of commonalities. And you look at like, what is this forcing me to do? You know, there's a lot of like, I have a lot of clients where it's like broken ankles and stuff with their knees. And it's like, you need to rest, you to know, not mm-hmm. do anything or you need to face your emotions, you need to face your shit, you know, it's getting you to stop. Um, but the other thing is, you know, everything in the universe is just a reflection of everything else. So you can take anything that's popping up in your life um, and notice where it's mirrored everywhere else. Like the energy is, it's just a giant hologram. It's all mirroring. And so when you look at your body and you're looking at like any physical symptoms you're having, you look at the deeper energy of it and it's like, where else is that? Like, let's just say what it is. A lot of spiritual, a lot of people are constipated, right? It's like Mm -hmm. where you're what's plugged up within yeah. you, you know, your creativity, your emotions, mm-hmm. like you're stuck, where are you stuck in your life? You know, and so that works both ways. Um, where, when we look at what's going on in my body, you know, or the extra weight, I'm carrying extra weight. It's like, where are you carrying extra weight? Mm-hmm. Who's, who's shit are you carrying? What, mm-hmm. what extra things are you have on your plate? Like, where do you feel overburdened? Whose emotions are you holding on to? Like you look at all that, and it goes both ways where, you know, one way to shift the body is to shift the energy in your life. Mm-hmm. The other thing is if I shift my body, that can shift the energy in my life. You know, so if I, when I start to take care of my body differently, um, and, and this is a this is a technique I use. It's like, for example, with exercise, I'll change my style of exercise depending on what kind of energy I'm trying to activate in my life. Like I, for a while was like, you know, just doing like, it was like, I wanted soft. I wanted feminine. I was just doing really slow walks and Pilates. And like recently I've been like, I want in my life, I want to feel strong. Right. And so like, I went back to like lifting, Mm -hmm. you know, and things with like stretching. I tell people, it's like, do you stretch your body? Like you're trying to stretch your bank account, stretch your body, Mm -hmm. you know, and because it's all energy and all it mirrors everything. Mm -hmm. So that's a really cool thing to see with manifestation. Like, when people are trying to figure out the blocks, you can look at any other place and the body is a really easy one because your body is telling you in in its body language. People just don't always think about their bodies in that way. And some people aren't aware of their bodies in that way, mm-hmm. you know, and like t- to to take advantage of the body as a metaphor and all the wisdom it has to offer. You have to be willing to go into your body. Like You have to mm-hmm. be willing to feel how it feels in there physically and emotionally you have to go into it, you know, because people will be like, yeah, I don't feel anything. Or I think about, you know, I spent years working as a nutritionist. Right. And the number of people that they're like, yeah, I don't have any problems. I feel fine. And then you start asking questions and you're like, you know, you don't poop. Uh, you're stressed, you don't sleep, you you crash at 3 p.m. every day, mm-hmm. you're bloated, like you, you tell me you're exhausted every morning. Mm-hmm. It's like you got all kinds of things going on. Mm-hmm. You know, you're burping. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't know. People don't say that because it's just become normal. Totally. Um, And we've kind of become numb to how our bodies feel. Mm-hmm. And so it does require you actually going into it and, mm-hmm. and feeling it. And that was one of that was really hard for me. That was a big part of my journey. And that took me a long time. It was very scary to me um to f- be in my body again because I had really dissociated mm-hmm. I'd really dissociated because I was in so much physical pain mm-hmm. you know and um but once I got back into my body it's like source moves through me here mm-hmm. right and my body tells me everything I need to know and I can just tune in directly. I want to when I have like a symptom, it's immediately like, what is that telling me? Mm-hmm. And I can point directly to it and I can go away, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think that there's so much to the body and the physical health issues. And um, like, you know, that's a big thing for me and w- for myself, but also working with clients where I'm like, how can there be so many people doing health so perfectly and still having problems? Yeah. Like there's clearly something bigger going on. And there are yeah. lots of people where it really is just, you know, clean up your diet, get outside, sleep enough. There's, But there's also lots of people that they're like squeaky clean mm-hmm. biohacking and mm-hmm. like still having problems. Mm-hmm. And you've got to look somewhere else, you know? So um, that's, that's the piece with body as a metaphor. Yeah,
1: I love that. And I love how you were talking about it being so individual because we talk about this like on a, you know, quote scientific level mm-hmm. with being bioindividuals and not everything working for everyone. But on an intuitive level, I think that that's so important too because it's almost like, in my life, what I noticed is, like, as I shifted from, like, you know, whatever, Western medicine to a more natural approach, it's like I still wanted to use the same template, yeah. but it'd just be natural. Like, still just tell me what supplement to take, yeah. and I'll just take it mindlessly, and I'll, my problem will go away, yeah. you know? And and so then it moved in the same thing spiritually, right? Yeah. Like, oh, it's my liver? Oh, I'm angry. Okay, let me just look at how I'm angry. Yeah. And so, like, not actually drop, like, still avoiding, mm-hmm. still having resistance to going within, right? And I think that that's actually... one of the most beautiful parts now right like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm currently having a health thing that's like it's nothing serious but it's just like an annoying little thing and it's been going on for so long now that I'm just like okay guys like I'm just gonna use everything that I learn as like a thank you to this thing going on in my body because I'm choosing to tap in and ask about it you know and so I think that's also what's so special about what you do is Mm because you teach people to tap in to have that relationship with themselves on so many levels in so many different ways right Um, it's like that, you know, give them man officially for a day, but teach them deficiently for a lifetime. That's the whole point is like learning to move and navigate with our vessels in this lifetime. Yeah. And there's not enough people (laughs) talking about it, I think. Yeah.
0: You know, I mean, it's, that's the thing. It's everybody's looking for like, what's the right answer? Yeah. And like, I can tell you the right answer. You know, it's like when you cultivate the skill of learning, like listening to your intuition, like that's what all you need, you mm-hmm. know, because your relationship with your body is individual. Like you can figure out all these answers for yourself. And it's like, give, give someone some foundations, like the chakras, yeah. you know, good old chakras. <laughs> um, you know, and I think the chakras in themselves, well, I know they're changing. They have changed a lot and they're going to mm-hmm. keep changing a lot, but I think everybody's so obsessed with, and this happens in the health space and it happens in the spirituality space. Everybody wants to make everything so complicated. Mm-hmm. Like it's like foundational stuff works. You know, it, it really works. You don't need to like tweak this 1%. And th- it's like, you know, everybody's just trying to come out with a new thing to mm-hmm. make it more complicated. And we don't need that, you know? And for me, I'm like, and I also find a lot of people are like, I need to learn more. I need to learn more. I'm like, you you don't though. Like you just need to know how to listen and like actually have critical thinking skills, which is much more intuitive than anything else. Like listen to your intuition, l- learn how to listen. Yeah. Um. And add in some foundational things and you could pretty much, you could figure most things out, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's wild. It's like, you talk about chakras and it's so basic. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you can figure out so much shit just from knowing chakras, like literally, you know? And I think the longer I've done this, like the more, and this is true with spirituality. This is true with business. This is true with my health. Like the deeper I've gone into the complexities and the advancements, like because I love all that shit. I love the geeky shit. The deeper I go into it, I'm like- go back to where I started. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's actually kind of overcomplicating it. Mm-hmm. And like, how do we strip this down and make it simpler? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of also been another big theme in my life last yeah. year, like kind of full circle coming back to where where I started. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it's just knowing, you know, yourself. Yeah. I am hosting an epic two-day in-person event in March, March 23rd and March 24th in San Diego, California, and you've got to be there. I have never been so excited for something I'm putting together. We are going big. We are going to have day one be the live Oracle experience. Those of you in the membership know how next level those live Oracle calls are, and we're doing it in person. So it's going to be hours and hours of live channeling, life-changing, jaw-dropping messages, I'm so excited. The Oracle is going to call people up, going to answer individual questions, going to do some live energy work. This is going to be unlike anything you have ever experienced. And day two, there will be a Q&A with me. We'll dive deeper into what we covered day one, and there will be a live in-person, a high energy healing ceremony session, next level experience. There is truly nothing like being together in community with a bunch of people doing energy work receiving live channel messages, experiencing that in person, you just can't you just can't replace it. This is going to be a weekend of magic, of miracles, of again, jaw-dropping moments, so many epic surprises, and an amazing weekend to connect with soul fam, like-minded people, grow your network. It is going to be next level and truly life-changing. The best part about it is, I don't even know what's going to come out of the oracle's mouth because we're doing live channeling and pushing limits. If you have ever wanted to come to one of my in-person events, this is the best one to come to. You can buy a day one ticket only. If you just want to do day one, you can also do day one and day two. I recommend doing that. If you can make a trip out of it, San Diego is super fun, but this will truly be an unforgettable weekend and you will leave a completely different person. If you want to learn more and if you want to snag your ticket, there is a link in the show notes below. You can read all about it on the page. Check out other people's experiences with the Oracle. But I'll tell you, no one's experienced it quite like this. Bring your friends, bring your family. It's going to be a great time. So again, a link is in the show notes. Get your ticket now. Let me know. Post on social media. Share with me once you purchase your ticket. Celebrating you. Cannot wait. And I'll see you in March.
1: The thing about the chakras just reminded me too about your sacral and Mm -hmm. how that has been like such a big part of what you've described to me over the last Mm -hmm. year of just like really being like everything has to be a full body like sacral yes and I think that that's so much of the energy that's coming in this rebrand and this relaunch
0: yeah
1: and do you want to talk about that and your journey with that I mean I'm I
0: have been as we've been going through this I'm like evaluating every single thing I'm like is this turning me on Mm -hmm. like literally like that's how we are going about it I'm like am I like turned on by this like Mm -hmm. do i want to record on zoom or do i want to record i'm like i'm yes to this like you know and it's like the colors like i'm looking at every color and i'm like like i'm asking myself that question like is this a full body fuck my sacral is like yes Mm -hmm. you know and it's a very different way of living and for me that's a way of living like a lot of us live in a way where this is fine it's great it's good and this is about like i'm leaving good for great I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not settling anywhere. And when things are good and fine, you're still settling, Mm -hmm. you know? And so when we want to create an extraordinary life, it's like, I have to ask all the questions to filter out all of my decisions so that I have that full, yes, I'm turned on by my life. And I think so many people are exhausted. Mm -hmm. They're uninspired. It's just like, uh, boring drag. And I'm like, you're not turned on by your life, Mm -hmm. right? Like, and it's, it really is that whole, like, letting life be a sexual experience, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, you can like be tired and not be in the mood and like, you know, someone does something and you get turned on, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, okay, I'm in the mid. right? And like, that's like what life <laughs> totally. is about, you know? Totally. And so when we think about what makes us magnetic, what gives us energy, like where we're like, yes, I can keep going. Yes, I love this. I'm excited to wake up every single day. It's like, mm-hmm. am I turned on by my life? You know, yeah. that's all the sacral. That's life force energy, mm-hmm. right? Like that is a center of life force energy. And so when we think about, I don't have motivation, I'm tired, I'm exhausted, fatigue, all of that, which a lot of people deal with, or I don't have creative flow. Like that is I have some type of disruption and the life force energy flowing through me and here I am co-creating with life and I have a relationship with everything in my environment. Am I getting turned on? Like, yeah. and to me, it's it was like, things are either turning me on, things are either nourishing me or they're not. Like, and for a long time, I thought of it as things are either not good for me or they're fine. Mm. Like, it's like, does that make sense? Yeah. Like that differentiation, it's like, I'm just looking for what's draining me. Mm-hmm. And that's not saying that's a bad step and that's helpful. It's like, yeah, what's draining me? That's super important to look at. But then this beca- there became another iteration of that where I had removed everything draining fr- draining me from my life and I still was tired mm-hmm. and I still was not excited. and I still wasn't inspired. And I was still feeling kind of like blah, like whatever, mm-hmm. like it's fine. And I'm like, oh, because removing the drains isn't enough. Like it has to be, is this full body fuck yes turning me on? Mm-hmm. Like every conversation. And I think- like, it's like the juice, it's the flow. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, and approaching life that way. I think that's part of why like loving life is like, how can I make this experience like a full body fuck? Yes. How Mm -hmm. can I adjust the environment? Who can I invite? You Mm -hmm. know, when you think about going to dinner, it's like, yes, I want to have a conversation with you. Like, Mm -hmm. what can we talk about? You know, you talk about like for me, one of the things that charges me is a good conversation. Mm -hmm. And whenever I need a little boost, like I'm like, okay, booking a coffee date Mm -hmm. because I, I, you know, I want to, be ready to write this book or do this thing. And so, and I know, Hey, if I hang out with that person for an hour, I'm just going to feel lit up. What, mm-hmm. no matter what we talk about, cause mm-hmm. we're going to go somewhere interesting. And so many people have these dull, boring conversations and they're wondering why they're tired all the time. It's mm-hmm. like, ask an interesting question, yeah. like go somewhere new, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think it's like leading with your sacral and I get it. Like the human design, like not everybody's a sacral being like, yes. And no, like we all have all of us in us and I'm going to like, let's step outside of those realms. Like, and I'm just going to talk like as an energy worker and as a psychic, everybody, you have all of your chakras. Okay. You have all this going on. You have life force energy, like your sacral, whether or not that's your authority in human design. Like this is core to how we function. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, when you look at all the sexual problems people have and our disconnection with our, with ourselves as sexual beings and the problems people have in romantic relationships and all the agendas about like reproductive problems and birth control, all of that. It's like, that is an attack on our life force energy. That Mm -hmm. is an attack on our joy, on our creativity. And, you know, I, I read this really beautiful post from somebody the other day. I don't remember who it was. It was just like a random thing on my Feed and he was saying he's like I just feel like America has lost artistry. Like when mm. you look at uh you know books from back in the day and poetry, mm-hmm. and like written work, there was such an artistry, and now everything written is just so like technical and and intellectual. And he's like there's an there was an artistry and an emotion and while, like a fighting for something or caring about something. And I'm like, you know, there's so many reasons why that's happened, and one component is also this like we're not like charged anymore mm-hmm. we're not like passionate about things and mm-hmm. i think a lot of people have like lost their passion and i want like the other side of it is that i went through was my first kind of jump into spirituality i was also doing all this brain rewiring and i was i was exploring manifestation and brain retraining and i was doing energy work and i'm in this whole world and i i went the route of the like just focus on positive emotions yeah. right and i just started doing that and every thought negative thought i just changed it Mm -hmm. and I did it, and I started to feel amazing, and I was vibing, I was just like, amazing, amazing, everything's working out for me, this is great, this is for me, you know, like, and suddenly I was like, wow, I have no problems, this is great, and I was like, really happy, and over time, I started to feel like, dull, like, I was just like, happy all the time, everything was fine, I started to feel like, dull, like, and I was like, I literally feel like my sacral has turned off, Mm -hmm. because I keep bypassing, keep bypassing and I'm not feeling anything and I'm just kind of moving it intellectually instead of bringing it into my body of like Mm. how does this feel Mm -hmm. how can I alchemize this and that was one of the big things um that was core to you know how I view manifestation and teach it now of like I'm not a believer of like just pick the thought and change it like um that's a good tech I'm not saying like that is a good technique but I'm talking about like if you have an emotion you have to feel it fully in your body for it to move through and there's something about you know like the alchemy, the the creativity, the intensity, mm-hmm. the emote like that's all your sacral center. That's mm-hmm. all your divine feminine. That's like the full spectrum of it. Um, And, you know, there was also this kind of piece of me that got too into my masculine where it almost became like robotic. And I was like emotionless. I was like so just purely happy that I was emotionless, which I, I didn't know how I landed there. You mm-hmm. know, I don't think that happens to everybody, but it happened to me. And I started to was like to be like, what if I just how I really feel. Mm-hmm. And that is when I started to become really magnetic. And when I did that was when I mean I started manifesting crazy shit. I started making way more money. Like everything. And I was so much happier and I felt so much more inspired all the time. Um, you know, and so I think that's like I think that's also a, a question that can trigger a rude awakening for a lot of people. Like, am I turned on by this? Mm-hmm. Like, is this a full body fuck? Yes. It's it's another way of asking it. But for me, that's a little more powerful of like, like, because there, there are things where I'm like, yes, this is adding to me that I might not necessarily say, or like a full body fuck yes, when I ask it that way, and vice versa. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, but I'm thinking about everything around me is energy, and like every single person in this room, everything, every single object, object is either turning me on or, eh. mm-hmm. and if everything is, eh, then like, how you think I'm gonna feel? Yeah. You know, and that's where I started to view everything in my reality very differently. Like, I look at you know my home and the room I'm in every day, and I'm like, well, no wonder. I'm not feeling inspired. It's like white walls and I have boring furniture and like, it's kind of messy over there. Like there's nothing here turning me on, Mm -hmm. you know? Or like I started looking at food differently. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know, this is healthy, but it's, I'm not excited about it, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, we've got to get excited again. Mm -hmm. Got to get excited again. And I think a lot of people are like trying to muster up that excitement from within themselves. And it's like, we are here experiencing all these other energies around us that we can use as stimuli to Mm -hmm trigger the excitement Mm -hmm. you know and so that's part of curating your environment Mm -hmm. and making choices so that you're in that energy you know and so like business is a great example because we've been going through this and i'm like trying to refilter and you realize where the lines got blurry between like is this turning me on or is this something i'm really good at Mm -hmm. because those are two different things is this turning me on or is this something that other people are excited about Mm -hmm. is this turning me on or is this a good money maker. Mm-hmm. You know, and those are very like real questions and it's not easy to always honor that. Um but in the scheme of your life it it sure as hell is, you know, but it's like I've definitely learned that if I don't honor that, like eventually, you know, my energy flow is going to uh, die out and then nothing's flowing there. Yeah. So I think that's, you know, part of keeping life and relationships and everything fresh and exciting and um with manifestation and like creating the life you
1: want it's like it is your sacral it yeah. is like is this turning me on
0: um and we've got to reconnect with that with that part of ourselves
1: yeah it's it's so so important it's funny because I feel like I got there like kind of backwards like mm-hmm. I didn't intellectualize it uh before but it was like suddenly when I was magnetic I started reflecting and it was like well why am I magnetic and it's like yeah because these are the only things that I'm letting yeah come through the filter you know <laughs> Um, well duh <laughs> this is the filter that I set. yeah you know um, and just letting all of the, those things come through then it like becomes easier and easier and easier because you begin to like recognize what that full body yes feels like mm-hmm. you know um, and then sometimes you'll let something else in and you're like oh let me just see if like this is still okay and it's yeah. like a fuck now <laughs> you're like well oh. you know what's I hate to say it, but I don't
0: mean I've said it before, so say it again. <laughs> a lot of people have not ever felt a full body fuck. Yes, yeah. Like, and I Very really, I, I hate to say that, but I'm gonna be honest with you. And it's like that's been one of the shockers. Like, I'm so grateful for what I do for a million and fifty reasons, including like I get to see behind the scenes of people's lives and yeah. I get to know all, everything mm-hmm. and I get the real, real right. And I'm like, oh my god, like. So many people have never had like full body fuck yes conversations. Mm-hmm. So many people have never had friendships where people really, really see them and mm-hmm. listen to them and like expand them, you know? And so many people have never been in love. Yeah. Like in love, 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 love. Right. They think, they think that's love. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, that's not like, I mean, that's love, but it's not in love. It's not mm-hmm. full fuck yes, like divine love. Mm-hmm. Um and I think a lot of people are settling and not know, they don't know that they're settling because they don't know any better, mm-hmm. you know? And then you have one experience and it might be later in your life where it's like, whoa, that was a full body fuck yes. And I think the way that we're conditioned, it's almost like, oh, those are those once in a lifetime moments yeah. where things are amazing. And I'm like, no, like what if every day was fireworks? Mm-hmm. Like what if every day was like, fuck yeah. Like mm-hmm. this person, this conversation, I'm excited about this, I'm excited about that. Um, And Your life can really be like that. You know, like I don't have any friends who I don't have anybody like that. I talk to where I'm not like, fuck, yeah, I want to hang out with you. Like, let's do this. Like, I'm excited. It's never like, oh, yeah, go get coffee with you. It'll be it'll be whatever. Um, And it like. I just don't know why you do that, you know, but I really think a lot of people haven't felt that before Mm -hmm. and you just need one one moment of feeling it. And Mm -hmm. maybe some people are listening. and like, I have felt that moment, but I didn't know that that could be. Right. I, like I decided that would be just once in a lifetime, mm-hmm. you know, and people get hung up like with love, for example, they're like, yeah, that was my, my one, my one love and like it passed me by and I know that no relationship will ever be quite like that. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. What are you talking no. about? <laughs> like that's not limited, you know? Yeah. Um, And I just wish that more people would set that standard. You mm-hmm. know, we talked about this earlier. We're like, I, I'll say it here. I know that people think that my standards are really high, but like, <laughs> It's holding a high standard in my life. Like, the worst that happens is it doesn't get met. Right. And then, like, whatever. But at least I opened up the space mm-hmm. for it to get met. Because mm-hmm. when I have a really high standard, that's where magical shit happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, whoa, I guess that did happen. I'm yeah. glad I asked. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I asked the universe. I'm glad I told that. Like, no, you're doing this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so it, it, it is a different way of moving about the world. But it's, for me, what has made my life, like, truly magical. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's, like, why not? Let's, mm-hmm. tr- let's try it on. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it, it's a very fun way of being.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I mean, just to like bring it to kind of the 3D for people, mm-hmm. too, is like it's 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 energetics, right? Yeah. It's like you only have space for a certain amount of things. So if you're saying yes to all the eh, things in your life, mm-hmm. you simply have no space for yeah. the fuck yes moments, because uh-huh. also not all the time. But a lot of the times they do have a, you know, higher risk, higher reward type thing. So you're going to say no to them simply because, well, this is comfortable and I'm satisfied. It's not that you're necessarily like deeply unsatisfied. You have your like, oh, yeah, this is fine things in all of your life. But like you said, suddenly you look around and all the plants around you, all the carpet, all the room, all the people. And you're just like, these are all just like, okay. nothing is like I'm so in love with this. And so it's like, all right, you know release one thing at a time. Yeah. Like, let's go. Like, let's make space yeah. for what really does want to come through. And then you can say yes to it. You know, yeah. it's here's the thing. Like
0: the things that have sucked in my life that I'm like, I don't like this have been much easier for me to release than the things that are good. Yeah, are good. Like great, but not good enough. Right. I'm not amazing. Right. And I think about like a lot of the really hard decisions I've made in the last like five years. And those were all like This is all on paper great Mm -hmm. and like it's good, like there's nothing wrong with it, but there's still this gnawing urge in my gut and my heart and my soul. It's like, this isn't it. Mm -hmm. And that's really scary to walk away from. And I think especially a lot of people, I'll tell you like what the block is that I see in a lot of people around me. It's like it it feels like if I do that, I'm literally gonna lose everything. And then what am I left with? And I'm not willing to take the chance that that's actually going to be replaced with. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very scary for people to do a whole kind of like life shift, you know. Mm-hmm. Because I'll say one of the big places it comes out for people is friendships. Mm-hmm. It's like you start to realize that, and you're like, "This is my whole friend group. These yeah. are all the. This is my whole community." And then what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And people will say, "Well, it's they're not bad pe-. people." They'll Always say that, like they're not bad people. They're they're good people. And I'm like, no one's saying that they're bad people. Yeah, like that's the whole point. Yeah, that's why it's not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. I mean, th- where this comes up, I think one of the trickiest places is is in romantic relationships, right? Like you're you're with oh, somebody yeah. and they're great, you know, and they're perfect on paper and they're they're sweet and they're loving and like there's nothing wrong, but there's still a piece of you that's like, why am I not all the way in? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people just stay, mm-hmm. right? Because they they want some external something goes wrong. It has to make sense. And it's like then you wonder why you're still settling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it's really a lot harder to, I get it, like for your ego to leave it when there's something clearly wrong. But that's why most people are generally discontent. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, it's a rude awakening when it's like, okay, now that I've realized this is an eh, everything else Mm -hmm. would have to go and I'm not willing to release everything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's where
1: the uh, death comes yeah. <laughs> and the rebirth, right? Good old death. <laughs> good old death and rebirth moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, that's important to to talk about how hard it is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And as, I think especially in relationships, because like you said, there's also that love. It's mm-hmm. not that, you know, yeah, meh was maybe not the right word for me to use, because uh, it's like you still love them and, yeah. you, and you appreciate them and they're good people. But it's like, you know that there can be more. Mm-hmm. You know that there can be. And it's not always deep,
0: more. It's like different.
1: Yeah. You know, that's it. Like, sometimes it's like contract is up
0: and this is beautiful and amazing and I love you. And like, my yeah. soul is just saying, like, there's something else for me to experience mm-hmm. because I think sometimes people internalize this of like, I'm not good enough. Or I c- it's not that. It's just like contract is up. Learn yeah. our lessons. Like, that was complete and beautiful. And like, you know, one of the cool things about life is that we get to have a lot of different relationships mm-hmm. and experiences. And, I would be worried about myself if I had the same friend group my whole life. Mm-hmm. I really would. Mm-hmm. Like, because then, I mean, how much have I really changed, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's that's the other piece of it,
1: yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I, you know, learned from you. <laughs> After already having going through it, you know, some things like, yeah. again, we experience it and then yeah. we look back and we're like, oh, yeah, that's what was going on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, contracts up, contracts up. You Sorry. Know?
0: Sorry about it. We need a shirt
1: that says <laughs> that. Contracts up. <laughs>
0: just, Hi. So our contract is up. I will not be
1: talking to you anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, as you have said, like mm-hmm. the contract can change, right? It can shift into something else, whether that's, you know, immediately yeah. or years later. But the contract as it is, is up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
0: like this podcast, right? Yeah. Contract was up with Christina, the channel, and I yeah. was itching. I was itching to get out of it. It was like, it, it's like wearing shoes that are, you know, half a size too small. You're yeah. like, I got, it's like, I could justify keeping these shoes, but like, I really need bigger <laughs> shoes. <laughs> you know, it's like that kind of feeling. Totally. Uh, and you just gotta get
1: bigger shoes.
0: Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how you feel about it. So yeah. it feels so much, it just feels so much better mm-hmm.
1: to get bigger shoes. Yeah. And I mean, that's where we just lean into like, the evidence of mm-hmm. other people if we don't have it for ourselves, yeah. you know? It's like, you just have to know that it's possible. And then, again, once you start taking the leap, then you get the evidence for yourself and you're like, oh, I can do this, you yeah. know? I get the I evidence every day. Yeah. Know?
0: It's like, all, all I can tell you is, like, I live it and it works, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If there's one thing I literally can't live without, it is 100% my electrolytes. If you want to have your best year yet it's time to get your hands on Element. If you're not already on the Element train, electrolytes, I know a lot of people think are just for people that are like super active or like extreme athletes, at least I used to, until I started having all these random like, symptoms that I thought were bigger health problems and I realized was just an imbalance in electrolytes. So for me, if my electrolytes are imbalanced, first of all, I'll just feel like no matter how much water I drink, I am still thirsty. My skin will get really dry. I will get... Cravings like hunger cravings, sugar cravings, my head will hurt, I'll get headaches. It just happened to me the other day. I forgot to drink electrolytes and I was getting really cranky and had a headache. And my friend was like, You need some element, so fixed all that. Um, also random cramps, and for me, waking up in the middle of the night as well. When you are eating a whole foods based diet. Yes, a low-carb diet, but even when you're just eating a whole foods-based diet, it's easy for your electrolytes to get out of balance. Also, as we are moving through this ascension process and going through a lot of upgrades. And when you're doing a lot of frequency work, uh, you know, for me, I do a lot of channeling and energy healing. And I also recommend this for everybody I train in that. But when you're just doing a lot of like personal development work and energy work within yourself, you are burning through a lot of lights and it's really easy to get those electrolytes out of balance. So you might notice your water needs go up and also your electrolyte needs uh, go up as well. Most electrolytes have sugar, artificial ingredients, coloring, that's totally unnecessary. And I also think a lot of them taste really fake. I love the taste of element. I think they taste incredible. You can start with like just a quarter of a packet or even half a packet and then work your way up. There is a reason why so many professional NFL teams and NBA teams utilize Element. They really work. You will notice a difference. Like I have tried other electrolytes and I do not feel the difference the way I do with Element. My current most used flavors have been the watermelon salt and the grapefruit salt. I, I go through phases with all of them. And then the chocolate caramel forever a fave for putting into any like warm beverage this is great as something to sweeten your coffee without like extra crap in it. It's great for like any hot chocolate to kind of sweeten it up. Always bring this on travel into coffee shops. So I'm not using those gross syrups. So Element is hooking up our community with a special offer. If you go to drinkelement.com ctc, that's spelled D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot ctc you can get an Element sample pack for the cost of just shipping. So it's a great way to just, you know, get more and try out different flavors. Each sample pack contains eight packets. So two citrus, two raspberry, two orange, and two raw unflavored. Element has a no questions asked Refund policy. They have less than a 0.5% return rate. They just have like amazing customer service, and if you don't like it, let their customer service know, and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You don't even have to send it back. So there's really no downside. This stuff has changed my life, and I highly recommend you check it out. Drinkelement.com/CTC. Get your free sample pack, and you will feel how this changes your frequency.
1: How are you feeling in the new iteration of your podcast so far? it feels, how does the energy feel? I mean, I love it. I feel like myself
0: again, Yeah, you know, in a lot of ways, like, again, I feel like I'm going back to my roots with so many things in my life and like recording all day, just like face to face with people. I just feel good. You know, yeah. I feel like it feels right. It feels fun. I feel like, you know, at throwing this event, I'm like, this feels right. This feels yeah. like where we're supposed to be. It just, it feels like I've already been there because I have, mm-hmm. you know, even though we haven't, but mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. and we're all coming together into that. It's like, yeah, of course, we're supposed to have that container set up, you know. So I just think that um, I feel like I have and I, you know, I was talking to my my friend Emily about this. Like she was saying, she's like I the last couple of years I know have been so hard for you because you've been in this like you have been in a limbo and it was something like you could just could not get out of. Yeah. And I really was. And I had to just like do the best I could with where I was at and like let it be a limbo. Um, And what's funny, like with this podcast, and I guess I didn't really talk about going from health into spirituality. (laughs) You asked me that. But that transition was kind of, it wasn't straight into spirituality. It was like, you know, financially and with my work, Because I had started doing energy healing and psychic work, like kind of behind the scenes while I was in the health and wellness space. And I kept that business. But what I switched to, like more publicly, was business coaching. And that was super fun and amazing. And um, I think a really necessary, like partial step for me. And it really held me and like I grew a lot. And that was an incubation period for me of like, you know, business is really easy for me. Like it just is, it comes natural. Like my brain works like that and it was flowing and it felt so good. And it was such a nice change up from, from health. You know, it's, it can be very heavy. And mm-hmm. just for me personally, like I was like, for me, I need to kind of get out of this world. I don't really want to think about this anymore. And simultaneously I was going through this crazy spiritual experiences that I needed to go through on my own time in my own space without anybody like watching me or looking like i need to go through it i mean i'm having beings come into my body spontaneously like for hours talking about this these cons i'm like holy shit like i'm trying to get a grip on this you know (laughs) yeah i'm like prop. i i'm like writing out these you know 50 page prophecies about my life and the world and i'm like reading this i'm like what the fuck right and i'm like going through all this and that was really the period where um, I started to understand my mission and my purpose and making sense of my life and why all these things had been going on with my health and, um, what I'm here to do. And it was really scary for me. Like no part of my ego wanted to do this work. I will mm-hmm. tell you, like, like there was no, every part of my ego, like I did not want to be a channel. I did not want to be a, a spiritual person. Like I did not want to do that publicly. Um, and I really didn't want, I did not want to do it. And I was like, I'll just do this business thing. And I, I can still do that. Like personally, like, why does it have to be on display? Like no, you know, so I had to go through my own process with that, and it was my podcast was still Wellness Realness. That was a name, and I was like, I got to get out of this like name because that container is like keeping me there. And I was like, I don't know what to change it to, and my guys just said make it Christina the channel. It's like okay, so I just changed everything to Christina the channel, and I wasn't like sold. I was like, whatever, I just need something, and for a long time, everything was just kind of distorted, but it didn't really matter because. I built such a strong community. Like none of that, how it looked, looked quote unquote, like mattered. You know, I wasn't, it's like whatever branding names, like who who really cares? We just, I was like, I just need a fresh space to Mm -hmm. go somewhere else. And I felt like I was just kind of in that in-between and, um, everything just felt sort of like an in-between until recently. And it really wasn't until like this year that, um, It was like, okay, we're getting out of the in between. And I think also a lot, like when the walk in happened, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I haven't talked, I may have talked about it, but like, I feel weird talking about it, you know, because it's like a lot of people have never gone through that and like won't ever go through it. But it's, it's a, it felt like a very isolating experience for me where I was like, here's my big wound, like the wound that I've looked at, you know, that I still haven't fully (laughs) healed of no one can understand me. Like, that's the thing my whole life. I'm like, no one can understand me, you know. And I know that they can, but there is honestly still a large piece of myself that still thinks that like no one will ever really understand me. Just being honest, you know. And and don't
1: we all feel that? Yeah, we all feel all, that, right?
0: Yeah. And and it's like I can know that that's not true, and also feel that, you know. Yeah. And so that's still a wound, and. I'll have an experience like that. Like once again, some weird shit's going on in my life, you know? And like, I share a lot, but like the wildest shit I don't talk about because it's like, these are sacred experiences Mm -hmm. that I like don't really need. Like they're mine, you know? Um, And sometimes I share them later and sometimes I don't because I like to have my own things. Mm -hmm. And when that walk in, I was just like, here I am and I have so much support around me and no one can understand this. There's no one around me who's really gone through this exactly mm-hmm. you know and I have other I actually you know I do know other people who have who have had walk-ins and there's it's still different mm-hmm. it's like still different you know and suddenly I'm in this space of like who the fuck am I am I a cancer now like am I a triple water sign this is not gonna work you know I mean when I I had been told that it was gonna happen for a long time and there's a piece of me that was like let's do it like I was I was so ready for it because I was like, I I just feel like this is going to solve a lot of things. I was like, let's ha- do it. And then the day, like they told me that morning, I wasn't expecting it. It was like that morning. Wow. And I was meditating that morning and they were like, today's the day, 1023, log in, <laughs> log in. Here's the oh process. And and then I was like, oh, fuck. And I call my my mentor. I, I'm like, oh, my God. I was like, I don't. I don't want to lose myself. I was like, I started crying, and I'm like, I'm not ready. I don't want it to happen. Like, no. And I was like, it. It felt like I don't even. It literally felt like, hey, you're gonna to die tonight. Yeah. Like I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, is it gonna hurt? Like, do am I gonna be conscious of leaving? Like, I, it, that was shit scary. Mm-hmm. That shit's scary. You know. And I, I've never, I, I've never probably been that viscerally fucking scared. And I'm like, I'm alone in my house. Like, mm. I'm alone in this big ass house. You know, I was already going through my whole process with that. Um, that was, it was all a huge transition. And just like to paint the picture, I, when I, when I left the health and wellness space and moved into business and all the spiritual stuff was like really reactivating. I mean, I moved four times that year and it was like, I was just bopping around and I I started, I was started a new relationship and we moved in together super quickly and then I bought my new house. And that house felt like, Now I'm like that was like this transitional like holding the container kind of house. And, you know, a year into living a year into living in that house, that relationship ended. And when that relationship ended, I felt like. All of like there was so much that got released within me and I was like, whoa, like I can really change Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like in this in between and, you know, you're sitting in this big ass house by yourself every night you know, with like thinking like, who the hell am I? Like I've worked my, I'm really thinking about my whole life. I'm like, I've been working my ass off and do I have the things I want? Like, Mm -hmm. is it worth it? Like, you know, okay, I'm making all this money, but like, is it worth, it's like all of those emotions, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're just like sitting there and being in the house, that big house by myself There's something about having like five empty rooms around you. And like, it's you and your cat and you're just like, I have to feel my fucking feelings, Mm -hmm. you know? And it was very intense for me. Um, and But it created space for a lot of energy to move. And um, then I had the walk-in and I'm like in the middle of that. And then I'm like, I have to relearn myself, you know? And um, when that happened, it was like kind of this subtle like birth within me, you know? And it really did take time. and it really wasn't until, and I think that was almost what was weirder about it, like, and harder was mm-hmm. that it was more gradual in mm-hmm. how it came forward. And, you know, in different conversations I've had with different people, for some people, it's a distinct, like a distinct immediate change. And for other people, I know a number of people where it's been more of a gradual, like, over. it's suddenly, whoa, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you are starkly different. Um, but you don't necessarily notice it while it's in the process. It's kind of like, you know, you see yourself every day and you look the same, but yeah. you look at yourself from two years ago and you're like, whoa, yeah. I do not Who look the that? same. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really hitting this point, like, internally where I just feel like that part of me feels really far away, you know? And, like, that hit me really hard, like, a couple weeks ago. Like, um, yeah, I just got, like, it hit me really hard a couple of weeks ago. Like, I really feel like I don't know where that part of me went you know, it's a really weird thing, like, a very physical death within myself, and um, I just started crying, because I was thinking about, like, I'm, like, trying to understand, like, Mm -hmm. why, what's the point of all, like, this seems unnecessary, like, and I realized, you know, like, both of those were in me when I was younger, and this one left, and when this this soul that's here now like left i i felt like i lost myself and that was when i started getting depressed that's when i started getting anxiety that's when i started having like like i i remember the day like i remember and i literally felt like something within me left and it was a part of me that was it was like my life like it was like it was like my life force it was like my creativity it was my flow it was like all my emotions and when i was trying to understand this you know my guys were like whenever this was a couple weeks ago they said you know that that soul was the placeholder
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I thought about all of the things that I went through in my life um during that period and I was like there's no way I'd be able to survive that as a triple water sign like literally like like when I think about how like with my health and um I mean every doctor was just like sorry we can't help you you're gonna die like literally like and I was like you're fucking kidding me Mm -hmm. like I'm 20 years old. Mm-hmm. You don't look at me and tell me that. Yeah. Like and no one is trying. Like no one yeah. is trying. Like and I ha- like I it was like that Aries like mm-hmm. Taurus fight in me. Yeah. That was like fuck no. The fuck you're gonna yeah. say that to yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you know and I think about a lot of the things that I've had to like muster up the strength the yeah. co- conversations that for me to have and like I really needed that intensity. I needed that, that Aries. Bravery. Yeah, mm-hmm. I needed it, and I was like, "There's no fucking way!" Like with this triple water, that yeah. I would have ever done that, and that has also been very disorienting for me. Um, the last couple months, especially where you know, I was telling Lo this. I'm like, I just, I'm, I've got got so used to that Aries energy, and I'm like, you know what? The problem is it's like suddenly I feel like I'm just all water and no cup. Yeah. And I'm like floating around just like a blob in my life. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not going to work, yeah. you know? And I've never had to like deal with that. Mm-hmm. i never had to. And so, you know, I, but I do what I know, like with this platform, with, with the work we do, like, it's important that I live out all of these different kind of extremes, like, because that's what allows me to help different people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, knowing what it's like to feel so in your masculine and like really need to work on your feminine but then also knowing what it's like to feel so in your feminine and mm-hmm. need to cultivate and activate your masculine and like create balance within yourself and knowing what it's like to be completely emotionally numb and like I can't feel anything and I'm just intellectualizing it all and I I can't feel like I know that and I also know what it feels like to be so fucking emotional and feel everything so intensely and deeply that I can't function mm-hmm. you know and um it's really that it's the full spectrum, you know, it's multidimensionality. It's like, wow, I, I have been every sign of the Zodiac, Mm -hmm. like is like really what it is, you know? And, um, that's a very interesting place, place to be. So it's definitely been, it's weird. Mm -hmm. It's like weird. It's emotional. I'm like in that process. I am really grateful for the support of the people around me. Like, I really need people in my life to just like hold space for me to be the me now and like not expect me to be the way that I was. And mm-hmm. I think like people are so used to my strength. Like mm-hmm. and I I always have that, but I I don't have <laughs> the same type that I did a year ago or two years ago. I don't, you know, and I really like am operating very differently in the world and I can tell it's throwing a lot of people off balance who are really used to me and like being that way and you know, with every like death rebirth cycle in my life, to be honest, it's like so much easier just to bring in fresh energy. And that's like, we're talking about with Kelly earlier. I'm like, you know, when someone is like with me for a long period of time, I'm impressed. I'm like, I'm impressed, you know, because it really, and maybe it's a cop out, but it's like, it just tends to be easier to just like bring in all fresh energy, just change it. Because then I'm not battling with like someone wanting me to be the way I was, Mm -hmm. or like expecting to be held over here. It's just easier to set up a new container. And like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I think like, why would we not make things easier for yeah. ourselves when we're already going through like these, these in- intensities. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, I think changing the podcast name uh, is it's perfect timing and it's like, Hey, I finally feel like I'm out of that limbo period I've been in for a few years and it feels so good. Um, And I think I'll still be in the process of like putting together what that limbo period was about, but it felt like a long, it felt like a long birth. Mm-hmm. And I think that, when we talk about death and rebirth in our in our lives, like people want to get out of the void, they mm-hmm. they they're just so desperate to get. They just like want die reborn tomorrow, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like I get it, <laughs> I get it. And then we're like, no, that might actually take two years. Yeah. Do you know how annoying it is to be like, yeah, it's gonna take two years to integrate like who you are, <laughs> like as an adult? I'm like, yeah,
1: this is annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's it's difficult. It mm-hmm. feels like it it feels like nothing's working, especially when we don't know when or why. Yeah you know, it's going to, like, complete the circle. Yeah, exactly. So I think there's,
0: I mean, I don't like being in between either, but I feel really proud of myself that I navigated, like, how I was feeling and what energetically I was going through over the last couple of years. Like, I feel really proud of that. I did not navigate it uh, gracefully (laughs) all the time, but I navigated it. Mm -hmm. You know, (laughs) like, I did it. And I think that was part of me, like, my healing of, like, it's messy, it just is. And like for so much of my life, like I felt this pressure to be so tied up and mm-hmm. like perfect and like it's clean and it's like, no, yeah. it's literally not. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like what's wrong with it being messy? Yeah. And I think that's kind of part of, um, I mean, that's freedom. It's yeah, that's human liberating. Too. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I like being human. Mm-hmm. That's my uh, <laughs> motto for this year, actually. But fuck I like around and find human. out. Yeah, no. <laughs> Because like I was so like that rigidity. Yeah. Especially because we're both in our Saturn return mm-hmm. in Pisces. I don't know what house yours is in. Mine's in the ninth house. So it's like yeah. it's all the spiritual yeah. stuff. Well, I guess I gotta like, figure out which one. Well, because you're. A, I don't know anymore. Pisces rising. I can't do that. Math. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah. And so it's like that rigidity that I had with spirituality I, this year. I was like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. So literally just fuck around and find out. That's the whole yeah. point. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, and I think that that like you bring it's like you do it gracefully by doing it messy, doing Thank it in you. a messy way. You yeah. know, um, I was like, it's like I it's tell your people, niche. It's like this is going to be the weirdest analogy.
0: But somebody the other day, they're like, don't you want to like you're in Arizona? Don't you want to tan? I was like, absolutely not. I'm like, I never tan. They're like, why? I'm like, because I don't want to set anyone's expectations that I would ever be tan. Like, <laughs> oh, I just want to be God. pale forever. Because the second I'm <laughs> tan once, I'm going to look way better. <laughs> yeah. And then people are going to be like, oh, you're really pale. I'm like, let's just Isn't the, <laughs> the bar at I'm pale, you know? And like, I feel like that with messiness too. It's like, yeah. just like, this is what it is. Yeah. This is what it is. And it, Michael was saying this earlier. I don't know if it was on air or off, but it was like I love how on your podcast you don't edit out all the, totally. the ums and the likes. And I'm like, why the fuck would I do that? Yeah. Because then you're gonna hear me in person and be like, why did she sound is so much better on the podcast? Yeah. And I don't like that either. I've met a lot of people where I listen to their show, you know, I love their show, and then I hear them talk in person or I meet them, and they sound like a totally different mm-hmm. person. And I'm just, why, why does it matter? Yeah, well, who cares? Why does it have to be so? Like, I'm not professional. And if you want someone professional, that's fine, and go to someone mm-hmm.
1: professional. But mm-hmm. like, that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. And also, I mean, yeah, there's so much behind that too. It's like, what do we even define as professional, and why, and who's, the, you know? Yeah,
0: in yeah. The first we started.
1: Yeah, it's, all, it's right. the patriarchy. But I yeah, cannot, it is it it literally is.
0: professionalism is the patriarchy.
1: Exactly. Um, but anyway,
0: <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I think this is all very exciting. Um, new name, new vibe, new flow, new team. Mm-hmm. And I think learning each other and figuring out systems and structure, like we're in a, I think, really juicy process of learning, totally. you know? And I think that's a cool place to be and like what that actually looks like in the 3D and like mm-hmm. with a real tangible business, mm-hmm. you know? I think that, that there's a lot of people talking about these spiritual concepts and I'm like, you don't live it though. Yeah. Like, like, and I don't mean any disrespect, but I'm like, you, don't be talking about taking big leaps and like living in abundance energy and like, you know, how to get clients and manifesting as your marketing. And then you,
1: you know, you don't do do anything.
0: Like you don't have a real, you don't have a business. You Mm -hmm. like, you know, like I look at these people's lives, they don't even have quality relationships. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's empty words. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to see it play out in the 3D. If mm-hmm. this shit's real, if manifestation is real, like, I want to see it, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know? And so, like... Where's the receipts? Let's,
0: yeah, let's... Yeah, exactly. Let's put it to the test. So, I think that's kind of, like, what we're doing here and still, totally like, figuring it out. And that's a powerful place to be. And we have this podcast. I'm really excited about the live event. Like, I'm so excited about it. Like, What are
1: you the most excited for? I'm the most like, excited in, for people's reactions.
0: Oh, i just excited for the energy. Like yeah. you've never been on a retreat with me, but like there's something about it's like retreats. I'm like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like there is nothing like the energy in the room, like the connection, mm-hmm. like there are no words of those feels. Mm-hmm. I just, there's nothing that can replace it. And that amplified with like a couple hundred people, like Holy shit. Like, I don't even know. And I mean, I'm excited. I don't know what the hell is going to come out of anyone's mouth. You know, my, my mouth. (laughs) Um, I don't know. So it's just a night of surprises. And I think we all need some more fucking surprises. It's like, everything's everybody wants to know what to expect. Mm -hmm. What am I going to get? What are we going to learn about? You know, Mm -hmm. what is this topic? It's like, stop. Like that's yeah. why you're not manifesting cool things. That's why you're not excited anymore because yeah. you don't put yourself in a position to be surprised.
1: Surprised. And yeah. like, there's
0: something so powerful about like, Swept Hey, off your feet. yeah, I'm drawn to this. I don't know what the hell's in here for me, but like, let me find out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love doing like, you know, oracling is yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. I'm excited again. And I'm so sick of just knowing what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I like conversations because I'm like, we're talking to each other. Like it's, I'm living in surprise and mm-hmm. excitement, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, I'm just, I don't know what's going to happen. I think that's what I'm so excited about, totally. you know? So we have that and we have, um, what else are we doing? We, well, when this comes out, you know, we'll have just like rebranded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, so I went, I went dark. I'm going to talk. We're in the middle of it now. As we record <laughs> this, like, I'm like, oh, we're going dark and we're doing all this stuff behind the scenes. Like we're doing way too many projects at the same time. Um, and we're like rebranding full death rebirth taking off courses redoing the website planning this big event doing all the podcast like it's a lot of big stuff and we're like doing it hyperspeed and Sorry (laughs) um, but I think it's gonna feel so much better on the other side and like feels so right and here's the thing I I do things like this in my life and people think i'm dramatic And, like, sure, I could be dramatic, but I'm telling you, like, once you know something is off, Mm -hmm. the sooner you change it, it's, like, a million times better. Mm -hmm. Like, I, once I know I got to get out of it, I got to get out of it. Mm -hmm. And the second you get in the new energy and it's, like, rip the band-aid off, like, oh, game on. Like, that's Mm -hmm. where all the good stuff happens. So, I like to do it fast. I'd Mm -hmm. rather just do it fast. I'd rather do it fast and hard and then chill than, like, this slow, painful transition. Totally. You know? So you know, we're doing all of that change, all that transformation. Um, and then the new book comes out. And I think that book, you know, ironically enough, like I channeled that two years ago and it really opened up a big thing for me. (laughs) And it feels like finally in editing it, like I, I closed some type of Mm -hmm. cycle and reactivated something new, you know, and this book I can't wait to read it. Th- this book is it was so, it's so dense like <laughs> it's so dense you know it took me so long to edit and I was like receiving it and like, trying to receive it also trying to like you know fix spelling and what did I type there and what's going on there and reorganize everything but it's just very dense like every line and I was really receiving that and it's you know one of the stickier parts um, for me, which is all, it's about love and relationships and soul connections. And I think like, this is such a big topic, um, that's coming up. Like for me with them channeling, I mean, no, I told you it's like really all that they're talking to me about. And I think that we're going to see a giant wave of changing relationships on the planet. And I think it's going to be pretty drastic. Like, I think it's going to be pretty dramatic. I think it's going to be intense for people. I think that, a lot of people think they're in soulmate relationships and they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of soulmate relationships need to end. And I think friend groups are going to change. I think a lot of marriages are going to end. I think that. And I also think a lot of people are going to go a lot deeper with who they're with. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be like a rebirth within it within their relationship, mm-hmm. you know. So um, I just think. I'll, and and when that happens, you know, and you, you come out together like rebirth and like, wow, this is deeper and more amazing than ever before what that changes all of your connections Mm -hmm. as a couple, Mm -hmm. right? Of like all of our friends are changing. We want to move. It's like, and then that triggers people, you know? So I think that a lot of people are going to get triggered. I think that we've got to get a lot more mature about relationships and soul contracts. And like, sometimes it's up and, um, navigating some of these like soul connection. It's like, it gets, it's so messy in the spiritual space. And I'm really sick of all this shit about like, well, they're a karmic. And like, that means it's like, just because someone's a karmic soulmate doesn't mean they're bad. Yeah, like you know, tough shit. Like here's the thing: we all are gonna play that role for someone. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, sorry about it. You know, and um, and you know, obviously, I could go off about the twin flame dynamics, and like these are things that we need to like grow up about. Mm-hmm. We need to grow up about honestly. Um, and so I remember. I mean, when I channeled it, it was it was intense for me because to bring in a transmission, you have to do all of the personal, like real life work to be a clear vessel for it. Because if there's any piece of my consciousness that won't receive it because I don't want to receive it, I can't get it. Yeah. And so leading up to that, it was a very intense part of my life where, um, you know, I had a big breakup, had some uncomfortable conversations, was going through my twin flame activation, like had a crazy karmic soulmate. Like like I was going through some shit and I, had, I learned a lot, right? But it cleared me out and then I could finally bring it in. And I, in reading it back this time, I was like, wow, I really understand why I was not ready to edit this or read this back Mm -hmm. for the last two years. Like I was not at a mature enough space, you know, and I'll probably feel like that again next year when I read it. I'm like, wow, I still, I grew up some more, you know? And so um, I'm really excited about this book. It's it's thick, it's dense. It's like, it's twice the length of Manifestation Mastery. Um, And I don't know. I don't know what it is about this topic that feels so like, like I'm going somewhere a little more triggering, mm-hmm. you know? Like a lot of what we talked about spirit. It's like, okay, so contracts and manifesting and creating the life you want. And like yeah. all of that is very real. But I'm like, but what about like dynamics? Like it's what shadowy. about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about like? you know, that part of you that comes out when your partner triggers you, what about yeah. getting a fucking mirrored? And I think yeah. that's the thing about spirituality. It's all fun and games. Yeah. I'm in my room and I'm high vibe as we talk about <laughs> so, now, the second you're in a dynamic where you're yeah. in a heated discussion, like how do you show up? Yeah. Like what is your frequency? Can you navigate that? Mm-hmm. Can you speak your truth when it's not comfortable to, mm-hmm. you know? And like, those are the real tests and it's like really where we, that is really where we develop as souls. And in terms of raising our consciousness, like it's, through relationship it, it really is where like you get closer to source you have your deepest shit mirrored to you um and that requires a depth of a relationship and going back to what we we're talking about earlier like a lot of people have never had a relationship that deep yeah like here's the thing the relationships in my life all of them are so triggering and like that is what how they grow me like mm-hmm. that is how they expand me and that's why they're so juicy and fun and like they're equally as amazing as wow like i'm really getting mirrored like that person is really like calling me out in a loving way. Um, and that is kind of, you know, where we need to to get to. And I think a lot of people are feeling this like stuckness in their lives. And I'm like the common theme, the common theme I'm seeing is like, it's literally, it's your relationships. Yeah. Like it. you've got to release that person or those mm-hmm. people. It's like, it just is. Mm-hmm. Um, And because you have to, You're not going to get to your next level without relationships that can meet you at that depth and mirror that deeply back to you. And a lot of people don't have that, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like, this comes up a lot in different containers. I run like masterminds and retreats and people are like, you know, I wish that I always, I always want to have conversations like this. I always want to be surrounded by people like this. And I'm like, why aren't you, Mm. you know? And people treat it like a once in a, like, "Yeah, yeah, I go to that event or it's like, and I'm like, I understand that's people's experience. I remember feeling like that. And then I was like, I want this to be my every day mm-hmm. I want this to be my every day and everybody like deserves that and that's really like where we hit our next level you know so I mean I there's no way I'd be able to I'd be here with other people in my life and like getting through everything I've been through in the last few years like I need those reflections like I need other people um to help me grow and expand and point things out to me and challenge you know the way that I, I mean and everybody does that for me and like I was thinking about you know one of the things you said um you were like, I think maybe you need to heal your relationship with the color red. And I was oh, like, yeah. fuck, like, you're right. You know what yeah. I went? And I I immediately went, I went to Medi and I was like, fuck, I got to deal with this. Yeah. And you're right. You know, I'm like, I need people to say that to me like that, like, you know, you yeah. need to heal your relationship with the color red because it's holding us back. <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow, I really do. Yeah. Um, We need people to do that, mm-hmm. you know, for us. So I think that a lot of people have in their romantic partnerships and in their friendships kind of hit like, I've I've squeezed all the juice yeah. out of this lemon. And like, you either have to reinvent yourselves together so that there's more juice or you need to go to a new lemon, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And s- certain people, like I will, the way I reflect people, I'm going to hit a certain angle like because of the frequency I'm seeing from. And like, then you're going to reflect the frequency you're seeing from. And like, that's where we start to see who we really are from all mm-hmm. these different points of reflection because mm-hmm. you'll reflect something different back to, to someone than Mm -hmm. i will Mm -hmm. and like wow i just saw another side of me so i'm really excited for that book i'm curious what it brings up for people and um immediately going into the next book the twin flame book but you know i think that these are kind of going to bring us into a new era of a lot deeper conversations and maybe more triggering conversations than than we've had um in new the last codes. few years yeah yeah new earth coats so <laughs> stop fucking around <laughs> um so yeah i'm really excited about it um, i think it's the
1: support that we need yeah through that process yeah you know because and yeah to your point something i wanted to point out too that i just remembered is like when when we've squeezed out all the juice of the lemon like it doesn't have to be uh you know and you've talked about this with soul contract sending it doesn't have to be like it can be an amicable split yeah, and it doesn't even have to really necessarily, and I'm careful as I say this because I'm a Scorpio and I have to like, (laughs) I have to close the cycles and not just be like, oh, whatever, you know, leaving it open. Um, But, you know, you can just kind of float away from people and just choose to not put your energy there anymore. But it doesn't mean that like, you're never going to you know, catch up or still follow each other on social media. Sometimes it does. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you need to like completely get rid of that energy, but it can totally just be like, you know, I uh, an example I use a lot is like, oh, I used to live in Europe with these people and we were so close and we lived every single day together and we walked to each other's houses and walked each other's walked each other home and like I haven't talked to them in 5 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz we don't live there anymore. Yeah. Um, contract us up, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. Um, and it just changes. It's like, yeah, I, there's so many people in my life. I'm like, we were like best friends yeah. and then I moved and like we just kind of nothing yeah. happened and I like they're amazing people. It's like, best. yeah, I just kind of like uh, Yeah, if you want to hang out, sure, I would.
1: It's just like, you know, Life changes, and that's, yeah. that's fine.
0: Um, but so, I'm so
1: excited for more people to read that book and yeah. more people to, like, understand that activation, you know? Because to your point of, like, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're, you need to heal your relationship with Red. Like, those hard things that people say to us. Like, one of my best friends just told me something like that, like, last weekend, too, mm-hmm. about my romantic partnership. Mm-hmm. She was, like, calling me out on stuff, and mm-hmm. she was like, is that okay that I said that? And I'm like, of course. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. who else is going to tell me if you yeah. don't tell me, you know? Yeah. And it's like more people need to be activated to, like, to trigger each other, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, And, like, to feel yeah. safe to to enter that space together. Yeah. Because that's how we sharpen each other,
0: you know? Well, we have to know people are feel safe and willing to receive that. Right. And then be able to verbalize it, you right. know? Because it, go, it goes both ways. It goes, yeah, for sure. Ways. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. I healed my relationship with the color red. And guess <laughs> what color the cover of the book is? <laughs>
1: Red? What? You changed it? Did you see it? No, yeah. yeah. It's red. It's oh, all red. My God, It's a red roses. I'm <laughs> so excited. It was pink before. Oh my like, God. I, I, changed, kept, I haven't seen it. I changed it,
0: it to red. <laughs> so, you know, you, you never know uh, what's going to happen when you, you do yeah. something like that. But, but that's, that is why the healing is so important because we can think, I'm like, I hate red. Yeah. I go, I went my whole life. I hate red. Mm-hmm. No, doesn't resonate for me, and then it's like heal that shit, and I'm like, wow, I'm gonna make the cover of my book red.
1: You know, it's perfect though.
0: And 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 that's the thing. In relationships, so often it's the people that trigger us the most. We're like, yeah. I hate that person. Like you have a you have you know what's going on. You have a strong energetic reaction to them. Yeah, and sometimes people label it as like I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are like, wow, I'm really drawn to you. Other times people are just like there's a strong energy here and I don't know what to do with it. So I'm going to avoid it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you can interpret it however you want, but like if you have a strong energy towards something like there is something there, mm-hmm. you know? So like, you know, for me, it was with red, yeah. but you know, it could be with people, it could be the <laughs> kinds of things, it could be the things a of place, business. Yeah. It's like, why do you care so much? Why are you so viscerally like, mm-hmm. no, I don't like this. Totally. So I think, and I think that's going to be, these are going to be some of the biggest plot twists. Because I think so many people are gonna are gonna come together mm-hmm. in friendship and romantic partnership with people they viscerally like did not like. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, like mm-hmm. it's crazy what's what's kind of unfolding energetically for people. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm really excited about this new book, new event, new pod, new, new fresh, yeah, mm-hmm. new branding, new fresh discussions, and you know, uh, we'll see what what personalities. happen next you never know yeah you never know yeah so well I think that's a good place to uh wrap wrap up up. and if anyone listening wants to uh come to the event we'd love to have you and uh we'll put the info in the show notes so you're definitely gonna want to come you you will it'll be a jaw dropper (laughs) a literal jaw dropper literal yeah literal (laughs) all right well thank you for being here of course thanks for having me (laughs)